0: In today's episode, I'll discuss the controversial new cryptocurrency called Walcoin, which uses an Iris scan to verify users' identities. I'll also talk about who's behind this WorldCoin project, how exactly does Wildcoin work, and why several individuals or stakeholders, including governments, privacy advocates, and citizens have criticized the presence of WildCoin in their area. I'll also explore the potential benefits and drawbacks of using an iris scan for identification and what the future of WildCoin looks like, plus the potential impact that WildCoin could have on the way that we verify our identities online. Therefore, if you're interested in learning more about WildCoin, Then be sure to tune in to today's episode as we get to look and know more about this new cryptocurrency called WorldCoin. Welcome to the podcast, Insight with Ambundo Kennedy, with me your host, Ambundo Kennedy. And if you're tuning in to this podcast via Spotify, don't forget to subscribe And also follow so that whenever I upload new episodes, you are able to be notified on the new episode that I've uploaded. Also, if this episode and the the previous ones uh, have added value to you, please uh, give it a like and let's get into today's uh, topic. So... Today, I'll be talking about Wildcoin. Uh, This is a new cryptocurrency that is making waves for its controversial use of an iris scan to verify users' identities. I'll discuss about who's behind the development of Wildcoin, what does it do, and how is it being marketed out there to... The end user, and also why are certain stakeholders criticizing the use of WildCoin, or how WildCoin uses its data, or where exactly does it store its data? Before that, let's take a look uh, into some of the bizarre things that. Uh, people have been able to do uh, for the sake of money and considering today's topic about world many individuals uh, woke up very early to go and make a line in order to be scanned for the world uh, in return for, for uh, cryptocurrency uh, which you can convert into the normal cash that you use. So uh, before we get into details of Walcoin here are some of the bizarre things that people have been doing or have done in exchange for money. Number one is in Zimbabwe. There uh, has been news uh, in the previous years uh, where some people have rezo- resorted to cutting off their toe fingers in order to sell them for food. And also in India there have been reports of people selling their kidneys for money. And some some, uh, few months ago here in Kenya we've heard that uh, certain uh, girls or women are selling their wombs uh, to, to certain families that uh, maybe the woman does not have uh, the ability to carry a baby or certain complications uh, that have happened to a certain woman but the woman has uh, some money to pay off to another lady to carry uh, the baby for uh, on, on her behalf And also in China some people have been known to sell their blood plasma up to 20 times a year imagine that and these are just a few examples of the lens that people will go to get in order to get money and it's no wonder that uh, money can be such a powerful motivator when it comes to such things that man is involved, it can provide food. We know that when you have money, you can buy food, uh, shelter, clothing, and even healthcare. And sometimes, uh, money can also be used to pay dowry and many other things. Uh, so. Let's get back into uh, our today's uh, main topic, WorldCoin. And let's take a look at who exactly is the founder or who is behind WorldCoin. WorldCoin was founded by Sam Altman, who happens to be the CEO of OpenAI, the company that is known for uh, the, the the AI that came uh, that was launched last year in 2022 uh, referred to as chat GPT Altman is a well-known figure in the tech industry and has a reputation of being a, a visionary thinker He believes that WorldCoin has a potential to revolutionize the way that we verify our identities online. And that's uh, about uh, the founder uh, of WorldCoin cryptocurrency. Uh, So let's take a look at who or how does WorldCoin work. And in a simple term, this is just an orb Uh, where uh, it has the the software that will scan your iris and identify who you are and this iris uh, this uh, orb has an iris recognition uh, software that is a biometric technology that uses the unique patterns in the iris of the eye to identify a person. This is a very secure form of identification, as the iris is very difficult to forge, uh, because uh, we, we human beings have uh, different uh, irises, just like our fingerprints are very are not very, are not similar, or they are unique to from one individual to another. To use WorldCoin, you need to have your iris scanned, as I said, uh, by this WorldCoin device. Uh, It's an orb as I described, and it's placed uh, somewhere, like I've seen in in the media, uh, it's it's just like the cameras that w- that are mounted on banks or in your home however now this one was just placed for purpose of collecting data and see how it works then this device will generate a unique iris code from uh, that is associated with your account this code can then be used to verify your identity when you make transaction with Wildcoin. Uh, consider this Wildcoin uh, like a wallet. So for you to transact uh, using Wildcoin, uh, you will need your iris to be scanned and to verify that it's uh, the, the person in that account that is uh, transacting the the cryptocurrency. So, uh, let me take a look into some of the benefits that uh, of using these iris scans uh, for identification. There are a number of potential benefits to using iris scans for identification number one iris scans are very secure as i had mentioned earlier the iris is very difficult biometric to forge this makes iris scans a much more secure form of identification than traditional methods such as passwords and pins which we know or have heard of uh, those uh, hackers they will uh, they can uh, forge your passwords and they have uh, complicated or sophisticated uh, computers or yeah, gadgets that can manipulate or identify exactly how your password is and then they can do whatever they want with your account number two the iris scans are very convenient. Iris scans can be quickly can be quickly taken and easy and very easily and also they do not require any special equipment. This makes them a convenient option for people who need to verify their identities on a regular basis. And also in certain airports you can see Uh, In the U.S. I heard that they have already started uh, placing the facial recognition which uh, operates almost similar in a similar fashion like uh, this iris, this WorldCoin orb that verifies uh, your identity. Number three is that the iris scans can be used to verify identities in a variety of different settings iris scans can be used to verify identities online in person or even over the phone this makes them a versatile option for businesses and organizations that need to verify the identities of their customers or employees Let's take a look into some of the potential drawbacks of using these iris scans for identification purposes. There are also quite a number of potential drawbacks of using these iris scans for identification. Uh, Number one is that the iris scans can be seen as an invasion of privacy some people are not as comfortable with the idea of having the iris scanned as they believe that this is a violation of their personal information and we know that many people prefer to be that confidential uh, including myself i would rather not uh, go for that scan and also here in kenya we had that there was some huduma number which would uh, which would hold large amounts of data of personal data for us for kenyan citizen many users many or many citizens uh, declined to cooperate to that call and because they they saw that this was uh they saw it as a way of the government obtaining their personal data which uh they'd prefer not to to share it with a third party and also you know sometimes the government by using this data you find that they they can know uh, whatever business you do and so many individuals uh, they would rather be, be, be shy to uh, cooperate with such initiatives let's take a look into the second uh, drawback of using this iris identification scan an iris scan can be used to track people's movements If someone's iris scan is stored in a database, it could be used to track their movements by comparing their iris scans to scans that are taken to other locations. And this could be a concern for certain people who are concerned about their privacy. Despite all this, uh, many, many people have opted to go for that uh, iris can or uh, for, for the exchange or in exchange of money and as we know we are in hard economic times and some people would rather go there and get their iris can uh, and obtain that cash uh, at least they will uh, ease their hunger in, in a, for a certain amount of days or in other places other people would prefer to would, would go there for the scan because uh, it's just free money however uh, there have been some countries like the US has banned uh, the, the business activities of WorldCoin from being done in their country And also in some other countries like France, Nigeria, Kenya, India, they have suspended the use of WorldCoin or or the activities of WorldCoin in their country. Uh, Why is that? Uh, Let's take a look into some of the concerns that uh, has led to the suspension of activities of WorldCoin in this mentioned countries and others that I have not mentioned for the purpose uh, uh, of keeping this uh, episode a little bit short and to the point. So the use of iris scans for identification has raised concerns among governments and private advocates of data and the concerns that they raised were number 1 the potential for iris scans to be used to track people's movement and considering that the, gov- the governments or the, ad- the yeah the governments of these countries don't have full control of the data of this uh of their persons who have been scanned by the Walcoin in their country, they may be at risk of uh, maybe some attacks from outside, or maybe some other stuff, uh, potential crimes like that, or even human trafficking, and also the potential for iris scans to be used to create a database of people's biometric data which could be used for nefer, nefer, nefarious factors uh, like i had mentioned above and also lastly the concern that people in developing countries may not fully understand the implications of having the iris scanned. yeah certain people just go there and get their eyeballs of their iris scanned. And they don't know why or what their data is going to be useful, especially those people from developing countries like here in Kenya and Nigeria and the rest. Now let's take a look into what the future holds for Walcoin. This remains to be seen whether Walcoin will be able to overcome the challenges that it faces however this project has certainly has certainly generated a lot of interest and it will be interesting to see how it evolves in the coming months and years and i would advise altman that this uh, world coin is going to be much difficult uh, to be implemented or to, to be accepted by majority of the countries in the world unlike the the famous chat GPT AI that he and other members uh, developed and we come to the conclusion of today's episode and if you have any question you can leave them in the comment section. I'll be able to check and read them. And also if you have some uh, voice messages, you can send them via the button that says send voice message if you are uh, listening to this podcast via Spotify. And if not, if you happen to be listening it elsewhere, uh, there is a link. That is provided in the description of the episode, and you can leave uh, your vo- you can send your voice message via that link, and I'll be able to listen in and respond to what you you have said. So that's it for me, and I thank you for listening. And if you have not subscribed, please do, and also follow this. Uh, Uh, podcast and if this episode was uh, much informative please give it a like and bye-bye from me see you in the next episode